Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Well, I'll tell you what, attending my first school board meeting was an interesting one, to say the least. Uh, I, I, I met a lot of great people, no doubt about it. And if they're listening, God bless each and every one of you. I really mean that. There's a number of different things, of course, that I need to go over here, and I'm going to go over parts of the school board meeting, and then I'm going to read a few things and maybe go, go over uh, a couple of other points that need to be made, both locally and nationally here. First of all, um, if my voice or, or throat gets a little jacked up, I apologize. I think I've got a little bacterial pneumonia going on right now. And uh, as you might expect in these goofy, goofy times here with uh, doctors not doing what they should be or, I don't know, under-diagnosing or misdiagnosing, <clears throat> it's possible that that's what happened here. So, and no, I don't have COVID. That's not it. There's no such thing as COVID. There's SARS-CoV-2, and there are respiratory illnesses like usual, but this is kind of a common thing that I've had for quite some time, and I usually get it every couple of years. But uh, anyway, with all that aside, let me mention a few things here that, uh, that occurred. When I showed up to this board meeting in Southwest Ohio, which the school district is Talawanda City Schools in Oxford, Ohio, it's immediately as soon as I walked into the room, and I was one of the first people in the room, um, a lot of the parents were, were out uh, in the parking lot waiting, and, and they're very kind to me, and I asked them where the board meeting was, and they said, it's right in here. So I, I walked right in, and most of the board members were not wearing masks, but you could see that they had them, and they had them ready. <clears throat> and it was pretty evident from the start that they were going to reinstitute this mask mandate. Now, just to review for this particular local school district, you have to keep in mind, this is not happening just here. This is happening all over the United States in lots of school districts. I've been over that a million times on this podcast. We've talked about that on a regular basis. It's been brought up constantly. The mask mandate back in July of this particular school district's board meeting they decided in the middle of the summer to basically say only K through grade 5 are going to wear masks and then everybody else doesn't have to or with everybody else it's optional. The mask debate, ladies and gentlemen, is no longer a debate. The only people instituting masks now are illiterate. It is that simple. They are illiterate. The people wearing the masks are illiterate. They cannot read. They cannot think. As I was sitting in the back of the room, sitting next to an excellent woman who I had a great conversation with, a, a few of them as a, as a matter of fact, one of, the, one of the individuals who attended this meeting walked in wearing an N95 mask. On the side of the mask, in black writing, I could see the warning label because it's written on the actual N95 masks. And it says, warning... Not to be used as a medical device does not protect against the transmission of viruses or bacteria. It says it on the actual mask. You can't make this up anymore. So unfortunately, there is a flaw that is happening even among the patriots who know what's going on and are, and are paying attention and advocating for their own children. They're getting some of their facts wrong when they're talking about the mask wearing which means 
you know, if getting facts wrong is a, a bit uh, counterproductive, uh, they're not saying what what is what is factual about the N95 masks. The masks do nothing. We're, we're past that now. That's not how anything transmits from one person to another. It's not the coughing. It's not the sneezing. It's not the this. It's not the that. That's not how it works. It's proximity. Just like chicken pox. I've brought this example up before. If a person has chicken pox and a person does not have chicken pox, the person who does not have it is close to the person who has it. The person who has never had it before will get it. Why? Because their immune system does not recognize the erratic immune system of the person that they are around. Because their own uninfected immune system, the person who doesn't have chicken pox, has never had it before. So their immune system, again, is alerted to this and reacts accordingly. Now, with all of that said, again, we've all been lied to in our K-12 textbooks. We've all been lied to in medical textbooks. They're filled with lies and propaganda. Why? Because it perpetuates the lie, and the lie is profitable. Look what these school districts are doing. The more they maintain the lie, the more money they get from the state, who is also lying. And where are they getting it from? The federal government. And where's the federal government getting it from? foreign countries, and they're just printing it. They're just printing it. That's it. And they're doing all of this to take down the entire system. They're taking themselves down in the process, which is the largest irony of all of this. And they don't even know that, and they don't even see it. So I'm going to play parts of this board meeting here. I'm not going to just play my part. I'm not, I, I want to make that abundantly clear here. I am not in this for some five minutes of fame bullshit. That is not why I'm in this. I'm not one of these people again. Yes, I put my section out on Gab, and I, and I tossed it out on my BitChute page, American Education FM. I did that because I need people to see what needs to start being said in these board meetings from a medical standpoint. Yelling about the mask wearing when tyrants are forcing masks on children is necessary. However, it's also like complaining about shoelaces when the entire sole of the shoe is being ripped off from the bottom of the foot. There's more going on here than just a mask. The mask, yes, it's about slavery, it's about compliance, it's about, it's about uh, discrimination and segregation. There's no doubt about it. That's exactly what it is. And the people advocating for the masks are gone. They're gone. They're too far gone. They cannot be saved. They're going to hurt their own children. They're going to hurt themselves. And they won't be around much longer. That's, that's just the reality of it. They aren't going to be around much longer. So I'm going to start this by, by, by basically stating what I'm going to state here at the end. Massive disobedience and massive noncompliance are the only ways forward here. We cannot continue to do what tyrants want us to do, and at the same time, you can never ask a tyrant to give you something that you should already have all of the time. You're asking your enemy to be kind to you. It doesn't work that way, ladies and gentlemen, and that's Stockholm Syndrome. It's not a classifiable disorder, but it is certainly something that has been studied at length, and it is very, very real. It is a psychological train of thought. So again, to the parents listening to this, 
who were in that board meeting, and to any parent anywhere or any teacher anywhere who is listening to this. You cannot consistently ask your abuser to stop abusing you and to give you back rights for which you never lost in the first place. I've never worn a mask in my entire life. I've never taken the jabs. I never will. And I go wherever I want, and I do whatever I want. It's that simple. Someone stops you, you tell them to fuck off. Someone someone comes up to you and they say, you need to wear a mask, you say, make me. That's the way it works. It's that simple. And you keep moving, and you keep doing what you're doing. They can't arrest you because it's not a law. That's number one. Number two, stop sending them to these school buildings. These school buildings are going to crumble. I said it in the board meeting. You're going to hear my audio. You're going to hear why. I've said it on this podcast a million times for those of you that listen. That's why. You have to stop sending them now. Now is the time. There are homeschooling resources on my website. There always have been. There are now. There's another document there. A couple of easy easy, uh, websites. Abeka.com, CalverteEducation.com. I'm now advocating for both of those on a constant basis. I will continue to do so. So, with that said, here is the uh, here's the first individual. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm I'm going to play a pediatrician who lives in this town, who spoke right before me, and then you're going to hear me come up right after him. Listen to what he says. He's a pediatrician, for Christ's sake. That doesn't mean anything. At this point, it shouldn't mean anything to anybody. It's about literacy and whether or not an individual can actually read and connect the dots. If they can't, that's a serious problem because he's referencing corrupt medical organizations that have been proven to be corrupt, and their corruption is well known at this point. I'll also throw out this other tip to the patriots listening to this. Stop referencing the CDC. Stop referencing the World Health Organization. These are criminal organizations. They manipulate their numbers. They manipulate everything. Their word, their wording, all of it. But they'll hide the truth in their own documentation from time to time. So that, legally speaking, they can say, well, look, it's right there. We wrote it down. It's in our forms. And then they think that their ass is completely covered. So again... It's one big ugly game of telephone, and the message is getting lost, and the facts are getting lost in the middle of all of it. So, with that said, here's the pediatrician. I'll jump in after him, and then you'll hear me. I'm a a pediatrician in town, and I've been taking care of this community's children for the last 39 years. And my understanding is the Board of Education has been asked to act in a responsible way to protect all of our children. What we learned in the past year is that while the N95 mask is the best uh, type of mask, that masking in general clearly decreased the frequency of respiratory illness last year. In my office, I saw less strep throat, less ear infections, less pneumonia, less upper respiratory tract infections, It's the lowest number of respiratory infections that I've seen in my entire career that lasted 39 years. And clearly what what we didn't know until last year is that masking in the way that we did clearly decreased the spread of all those respiratory infections, decreased the spread of COVID. 
The American Academy of Pediatrics has issued a statement that said that masking is important. And, um, and while some people can't be vaccinated, particularly in our younger age groups, masking is our best way to spread the disease. I don't understand. I do not understand why people wouldn't want to do the best possible way to protect our teachers and our children by providing them an environment that decreases the spread of this disease. It has killed 5 million people. And while some people, the whole point of vaccination is that most of us live through measles or mumps or chickenpox or the other vaccine preventable diseases, but there's a small percentage who have far-reaching ramifications, neurological problems, or death. COVID is just like that. And if we do what we can to decrease that spread of the disease, then we're protecting our teachers and our children. I just don't understand why we wouldn't want to do whatever we could to decrease that spread. Folks, folks, when you have a chance to speak, you can speak. I think we should be respectful of each other. Everything that he said is untrue. Every single thing. And cognitive dissonance is a difficult, difficult thing to grip with. Because even with presenting the facts to someone like him, he will deny it because he does not want to be wrong. He's so afraid that he might be wrong that when you present the facts to him, Jesus Christ himself falls out of the sky, shakes his hand and says, Hi, I'm Jesus Christ. He would deny it. He would deny it. It wouldn't matter if the individual, as you're going to hear me say, Robert Malone, walked up to him and told him the facts, or Dr. Michael Yeadon, the former vice president of Pfizer, walked up to him and told him the facts. He, he would deny it because he doesn't want to be wrong, because he's been advocating for poison for a very long time. He, too, again, is illiterate in the fact that he still believes the N95, N95 mask does something, so he can't read directions. This is a person who prescribes medicine to people, and they can't even read the directions on the side of a mask. He doesn't know how anything is transmitted, clearly. We've, I've, I've been over that before. The number of individuals in the medical profession who, who have been lied to their whole lives is no different than those in the education profession who have been lied to their whole lives about content, curriculum, the very ground we walk on. It's endless. The lies are endless. And don't think for a minute that it's not in the medical profession, ladies and gentlemen. The medical profession is arguably one of the largest criminal rackets that exists in the entire world. Keeping people sick is the game. Excuse me. It's the game. It's always been the game. Healthy people isn't, aren't profitable. That's just not profitable. The answer isn't profitable. Sick people are profitable, though. So with that said, the reason that I said what I said at the meeting wasn't because I was making it up. I'm saying it because it's the consensus of countless professionals and countless doctors who are, who are being arrested, censored, destroyed, attacked. Their lives are being threatened. And it's not being said in somewhat of a concise manner in board meetings. Because these individuals believe 
that they can maintain this lie for a very long for for a long long time or the school board members and the people who are actually buying into this lie actually believe it they either think that this is all real or they're not smart enough to figure out that it's a giant lie as i've said in the past both of those scenarios are dangerous and stupid and will lead to their ultimate destruction what you can't do is allow it to lead to your destruction or the destruction of those that you that you love and care about so here's my audio clip here's what i said and then i'll jump back in at the end and add a few other things my name is Dr. Sean Brooks, Ph.D., um, Oxford. I have 48 publications, including 23 books. I've studied health medicine, anatomy, and physiology for approximately 21 years. Dr. Robert Malone, who created the messenger RNA vaccine, has said no one should ever take these jabs ever under any circumstance whatsoever. He created it, and he says don't ever do it. So let me explain what's going to happen to the people who have taken it. Taken it, excuse me. The people who have taken it are going to die in the next six months to three to five years for three reasons. Number one, you've dramatically decreased your own immune system by 35%. The first jab did it by at least 15. The second did it by 35. Now, if you take any booster shot, you will die. That's it. You take a flu shot in the future, you will die. The second reason... Antibody-dependent enhancement. Antibody-dependent enhancement is what is happening with these jabs with everybody who has taken them. Unless, of course, you've taken a placebo, but there's no way that you would know that. So given that fact, antibody-dependent enhancement tricks the entire body into believing that the cell that's eating the pathogen is eating it when it isn't. It ends up leading to what's called a cytokine storm, which causes organ failure. That will cause your death, and there's no stopping that. No amount of drugs will stop that. The third thing, blood clotting. Everyone who has taken the jabs is blood clotting. If you don't believe me, there's a way you can find out. Take what's called a D-dimer test. What that does is that detects blood clotting at the microscopic level. They're cutting full blood clots out of people right now. As I'm talking to you, millions have died from the jabs. In your last meeting, you advocated for people to take the jabs potentially in the future, along with wearing masks. And I heard parents say the same thing. So to the parents who are actually considering jabbing their own children, you're going to sterilize them permanently. People who have taken the jabs are sterilized. 80% of women who have been jabbed have lost their children in the first trimester. You can't have kids. You've also injected yourself with the equivalent of HIV. You can now no longer breastfeed, donate blood, donate organs, donate blood plasma, nor bone marrow. If you don't believe me, try to donate blood and blood plasma and find out what happens. You will be denied. Unless, of course, you live in California, in which case they're allowing people to donate toxic blood with spike proteins in it. The jabs create spike proteins. They're in the jabs themselves, and they create it by snapping your RNA in half. You are no longer a human anymore. You are something else, and you are susceptible to countless diseases. Now, here's what's going to happen in the future very quickly. You have 15 seconds. Great. I don't know what percentage of your staff has taken the jabs, but your school is going to close. You will not stay open. You will close because they will fall ill and they will die. 
That will happen in all of your buildings. It will have. It's already happening. All right, thank you, sir. I'm, I bet it is. Thanks. It's already happening. Sure. Good luck. Because nothing can stop what's thank coming. You, thank you, sir. Now, I appreciate the round of applause. I really do. And I appreciate the people who, who um, listened to what I had to say, you know, peacefully or not. didn't matter to me. It had to be said. Why? Why did, why, why did that need to be said? Because, again, that's what's called informed consent. That's what doctors aren't practicing. The doctors that are advocating for the jabs and advocating for the masks are brainwashed. They're brainwashed. They're not engaging in informed consent, and they aren't following their Hippocratic oath. These doctors down the line, ladies and gentlemen, all of them, all of them that are pushing the jabs and pushing the masks, they're not going to be able to walk down the street anymore. Because eventually, more and more people are going to continue to learn about what's really going on, and they're going to approach them and say, wait a minute, you said we should take this. Wait a minute, you said, wait a minute, you said. And I hope they take some of that audio that I said, and they said, wait a minute, you didn't tell us about this. Is this true? How about you do your own research first, and then take it to a doctor and see what they say? It's a money game. They get paid for COVID tests. It's not, that's not what COVID stands for. You get what I'm saying. It, it's, <laughs> it's SARS-CoV-2. The, the faulty test is the case number. The, the faulty test they get paid for. The jabs they get paid for. It's a giant money game. They aren't engaging in informed consent, which means they've got to run through the list of all the short-term and long-term adverse effects, and they don't know what they are. Lots of doctors do. Lots of doctors do. But the doctors that just watch TV and the doctors that listen to their radios and the doctors that absorb the propaganda, they have no clue what they're doing. And they're going to get people killed because they already have. Now, there's one example of a thing here that I want to read. And again, this comes straight from Telegram and it comes straight, uh, you know, from the doctors, from the actual doctors who know what the hell's going on, uh, not these snake oil salesmen. And I want to read this. And this comes from Robert Monty's channel uh, in, com uh, in combination with Dr. Michael Yeadon, who is the former vice president of Pfizer and their chief medical research officer. Numbers here. Bear with me. Fully vaccinated individuals will, were also found to be more prone to hospitalization than their unvaccinated counterparts. Out of 47,008 fully vaccinated people, 2.88% or 1,355 people ended up in the hospital. Among the 151,054 unvaccinated people, only 1.95% or 2,960 people were hospitalized. This is an example of the kind of content that you can acquire on Telegram if you're following the right channels. And this comes again, Michael Yeadon, Dr. Michael Yeadon is on Telegram, Tenpenny, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, all of them. And this comes also from COVID vaccine injuries, which I believe is based out of Australia as well. It continues, it says, Stephanie Seneff, a senior researcher at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology's Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Laboratory, sure that sounds fun, says that the situation is reminiscent of a phenomenon seen among other, other vaccines called antibody-dependent enhancement. According to a study published in September of 2020 in the Nature Microbiology Journal, 
one potential hurdle for antibody-based vaccines and therapeutics is the risk of exacerbating COVID-19 severity via antibody-dependent enhancement. Antibody-dependent enhancement can increase the severity of multiple viral infections, including other respiratory viruses, such as respiratory syncytial virus, or SRV, and measles. I butchered that word. My apologies. You get my point. My point is is that it's information warfare, and this information exists all over the place. But when you go to a local doctor, what will they tell you? Well, we're just not reading that. I'm just not hearing that. You can show it to them on your phone, and you will perplex them. They will not even know what to do. The drool will start to come out of their mouths. Their tongue will flop out, and they won't know what to do. Well, we're just not reading that. Well, I haven't, I haven't heard any of that. Well, I just showed you. I just, I just showed you. This is the cognitive dissonance. This is the separation that they're going to have a very difficult time with. And I've written about this on my Substack a th- uh, before. This is the, this is the part of the mind where they, they aren't going to be able to admit fault. However, keep in mind. There are lots of doctors out there that have admitted wrongdoing regarding this. They have openly said, I never should have given this. I never will give this ever again. I've made a huge mistake. Those doctors do exist, and the videos of them talking are not on your TV. They are on BitChute, though. They are on Telegram. They are on Gab. They are getting out there. But you're not going to find it on television. You're not going to find it on CNN. You're not going to find it on Fox News. You're not going to find it on MSNBC. You won't find it there because your TV lies. One of the interesting observations that I made in this in this board meeting, and I, I, I ended up leaving after after I said my piece because I, I, I knew that the whole thing would be on YouTube and I could hear about it and whatever else, is that, and it was no disrespect to anybody that was there. That, that wasn't it. I knew where it was going. I knew where it was heading. I knew I had a, a, a sneaky suspicion that they were going to implement, re-implement the mask mandate for, for all grades and all employees in all buildings, which is exactly what they did. There, uh, the police officer apparently removed at least a few people. A lot of angry people there, and rightfully so, because they're sanctioning abuse of human beings now. That's what K-12 schools are doing. They are abusive environments. They are not healthy. No one is learning. Everyone is being abused. Please keep that in mind. That's the biggest umbrella here that you need to understand and that everybody has got to understand. These are abusive environments. And asking a tyrant, again, to be nice to you is like asking a rabid dog to not bite. It's not going to happen. If you keep sticking your hand out, you're going to keep getting bit. You have to walk away completely and then remain so. Now, here's the next step I would take. And oh, I'm sorry, one last thing. The observation. Here, I got off track there. Here's the observation that I made. The observation that I made was the disconnect between what really matters and what does not. What's really, what's really going on and what isn't. Who's brainwashed and who's not. And we've seen that in lots of different board meetings, and we've seen that and heard that in lots of different people who have gotten up and spoken their piece whether they sit on on the side of, of freedom and, and patriotism and individuality or they're completely brainwashed by their televisions and they're masking their children and whatever. Those individuals were at this meeting too. And we know who they are. 
and I'm not going to play them. It's not worth it. We know who they are because they're illiterate too, but they're also the victims of psychological trauma, serious psychological trauma. You can see it because, number one, they're wearing masks. Number two, you can hear it in their voices. And, it's worth bringing up, they're in the minority, but they don't even make that connection either. They don't even see that they're not in the majority of people. There are people who are active and are, are, and are aware, and they know what's going on, and then you have participants, or I would call them visual audio participants, who aren't saying anything, but they're there and they're listening and they're, they're there to support people. And then you have, of course, the opposition. The opposition is in the minority. The vast majority of the people know what this is. But, I'll say this, and this is a big but, you may not know how deep that rabbit hole really goes. And I bring it up here on the podcast, and I've given you lots of references and lots of resources. And I'm going to do it right now again. You have to get on Gab. You have to sign up an account on Gab. It's free. Do it. You have to get on Telegram. I'm going to give you a couple of Gab accounts, number one. There's, of course, mine, at American Education FM. You're welcome there anytime. Check it out. I recommend Beach Milk. Beach Milk on Gab is awesome. A lot of great content. Very intense content. And you need to watch it, and you need to digest it. You need to get on Telegram, and you need to subscribe to Disclose TV. You need to subscribe to Beach Milk. You need to subscribe to another channel that's titled COVID Vaccine Injuries. These are three channels to start with, and then it's off to the races, ladies and gentlemen. And the information that will flood you will change your life. It'll change your life. It'll open your eyes. And if anything, it will lead you closer to God and further away from these tyrants. The building, that, that high school building, will cease to exist in the future. They will do whatever they can to maintain it. They will fight, they will claw, they will scream, they'll do whatever. But you have to keep in mind, they already have their money for this year. They already have it. Which means that money is going to be spent accordingly for the remainder of the year. They will keep mask mandates in place. They will not go away. In the future, they're going to tell you that it's the unjabbed and the unmasked that are making people sick because of either variants or whatever else, quote-unquote. There are no variants. It's a lie. It's always been a lie. One of the things I was going to bring up last night, but of course I was limited and I knew that I was limited thanks to the helpful ladies in the back who told me my time limit. I cut my speech in half. I mean, I, I eliminated half of what I was going to say. The variant lie was discussed and openly talked about and written about over a year ago. It's a lie. It's a simple lie. That's because the makers of this poison that people have injected themselves with know that it's transmitting to the unjabbed, and the non-recipients are becoming ill as a result of being around the jabbed. So again, the jabbed are getting sick on their own because of the poison, but the unjabbed are becoming ill from being around the jabbed. Which means if you're attending these schools and you're unjabbed, you're going to get sick from being around the jabbed. There is no more unhealthy environment that exists now. This was part of the plan. 
This was all part of the plan. The school board members aren't smart enough to pick up on that. They don't know that. The administrators aren't smart enough to pick up on that. They don't know that. They're brainwashed. That's what brainwashing is. It blinds people from the stone-cold truth. And that's the truth because that's happening. Don't believe me? Get on those accounts that I just told you about and bounce around. Look around. Another resource, very quickly. BitChute, again. You have to get on BitChute. Stop watching YouTube. Everything on YouTube is filled with morons who fill their bathtubs, filled up with Fruit Loops, and jump in it because they think it's funny, and it's filled with propaganda. That's it. YouTube is deleting any and all videos that have anything to do with the jabs or the masks. That's not an accident. That's an on purpose. That's a giant on purpose. Get on BitChute. Bookmark it to the, f to the front screen of your phone. There's no BitChute app. There there's no Gab app either. Why do you think that is? Because the tech companies don't want them to have an app to make it easier and faster for them to access. But ladies and gentlemen, we have the internet. You can access this information by bookmarking the website to the, to the screen of your phone, and it looks like an app, and you can access it the same way. That's all. That's how that's done. And you look up on a computer how to do that if you don't know how to do that, and there you go. But you have to understand, too, and I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. You've got to understand warfare here. Everybody's got to start to understand warfare. You cannot walk up to your enemy and ask them for favors. You cannot walk up to your enemy ever again and ask them to sympathize or empathize. They don't because they're incapable of it. You see, destroying the mind is one of those things that's remarkably easy to do. It's easy to do. And psychopathology is a real thing. Satanism is also a real thing. And we're talking about all of those things wrapped into one. These people are godless. They're completely disconnected. At one point, at the beginning of the board meeting, one of the board members who I know, was talking about students who are in 4-H and whether or not it was difficult for them to give up their animals after selling them, after raising them. That's where their mind frame is. In the middle of war. In the middle of war, the enemy is focused on feelings, whereas... Those of us who are in the war and are fighting against people like that, we are the ones going after tyranny, medical malpractice, human abuse, and crimes against humanity. That's what's happening here. The disconnect couldn't be more visible. It couldn't be more obvious. There was even a family who walked up, licked the boots, so to speak, of the board members all masked to the bone, and then they got up on the stage and they all took a big group photo for a photo op. It was pathetic. It was as if they don't know that the walls around them are burning to the ground, and they don't know. They don't even know. Which means what's coming down the line is going to hit them like a freight train, and they're tied to the tracks, and there's not a goddamn thing they can do about it. There just isn't. Sorry for cursing, but it's, the, it's just the truth. 
I don't curse that much, but this episode's got me jacked up, so I apologize. But my point is simple. You've got to understand warfare. The enemy can't fire if you're not there. (laughs) That's it. They can't fire if you're not there. If you're not around and you don't show up, the walls will crumble. So as far as them getting their money already for this year, because again, I just went off on a little tangent there, they already have it. The trick is going to be this. Don't return next year either. Pull them out now, send the message, and regardless of what they say next year, we're not going to do mass anymore, we promise, we're not going to do that. No more mass mandates, we ruled, we're not doing that, we're going back to the way things were. No, 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 no. Don't return to your captor. Don't return to your abuser. Don't return, period. Because when they start to make their budgets in the spring and no one is there, they can't make them, which means they will fold and be destroyed. That's the only way forward here. That's it. You have to stop going now and then never go again. They won't be able to pay anybody. They won't be able to turn on the lights. The buildings will close. This is the only way forward. Unless you're mentally ill. And you go back to your abuser. And if you do that, God help you. Because I'm not going to help you. And neither will anybody else who is of sound mind. Self-govern. Take your life back. Take control back. Read books. Non-fiction. Stop watching television. Turn off Netflix. Unsubscribe from Disney+. Plus. Get rid of these bullshit mind control apparati that exist in people's lives. Destroy the iPads. Break the video games. Or... Keep the iPad and teach them how to use it. Upload BitChute on there. Upload Gab on there for your kids to read. Upload Telegram, maybe. These are things that need to be done. This is the way forward. So, here's what's going to happen apparently in this town, uh, either today or yesterday, one of the two. The city, is, the city and the school board are in lockstep with one another. So last night at this school board meeting, they made the decision to again go forward with a mask mandate for everybody, while also vocalizing their evil plan that they know that the city is going to do the same thing. And then they even said the quiet part out loud where they said, well, we don't have to do what the city does, but we're in a city ordinance, but we don't have to do what the city does, but we're going to anyway. See? They're not even following their own contracts, which by the way, quick shout out to one of the parents who spoke. She stood up and she started yelling at them about the laws that they've broken and how they're now all felons for practicing medicine. I loved it. She's 100% right. They are felons. We need to file. You need to go to the police department and file criminal referrals for these people. Fill out police reports for their immediate arrest. It has to happen. Do it for the school, do it for the city council too. Do it for every single one of them. All go together. Write down their names, make sure you have all their names. If you can find their addresses, do that too. But fill out police reports for their arrest. They're forcing masks on people, and that's against the law. Class five felony, I think, is what she said. It's perfect. It's beautiful. 
See, these laws exist. The truth exists in the paperwork. You just have to find it. But that requires reading. That's all. So the town is going to move forward with what they're going to do. That's going to happen. I don't give a shit what the town's going to do. I'm going to continue to live my life. I'm going to continue to be here on the podcast three days a week at least. My BitChute channel, I'm putting more videos on there too. Different different kinds of videos. Not just the podcast, but different kinds of videos. Um, with a lot of a lot of factual, truthful messages from all over the internet. So make sure you check that out. Here's here's another thing, and I and this is a bit of a warning. And again, it's you know it's not fear mongering or anything. It's just the truth. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who I've been following for quite some time since the very beginning of this over a year ago. Recently, her Podbean podcast, which was very popular and incredibly impactful, was deleted by Podbean without warning. Um, No explanation, no nothing. So if for some reason this podcast goes down, BitChute will probably be the last place where you'll be able to find my stuff until Andrew Torba at Gab gets Gab TV up with, with just audio so that we can bounce around our podcasts on Gab on a regular basis. I'm hoping that that's going to be the case sometime soon, because Gab is really a one-stop shop for just about everything, which is great. But um, yeah, you've got to get off of the other platforms, and you've and you've got to find you've got to find the other platforms without a doubt, and they exist. And I link them in description in the description below all the time, different all all different kinds of of areas to read and learn new information. This is an information war too, and only the truth is being silenced. As the tyranny, of course, and the lies and the deception and the brainwashing just continue to roll forward. So with all of that said, God bless each and every one of you. I'll catch you on Friday. Take care. Keep fighting. Be well. And uh, we'll talk then. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.